This is a Props.com production. The Bostonian is Matt Perrault. This is our f- city. The book is Dave Sherapan. Pay him. Pay that man his money. Together, they are the Bostonian versus the book. You covered! You covered 12! I covered! Follow the show on Twitter at Boston versus the book. How do you like them, Matt? Bringing you the best insight on sports betting news, Matt and Dave's daily picks, and an entertaining and unfiltered dive into the sports betting industry. Here's Dave Sherapan and Matt Peralt. And here we go. Buckle up, boys and girls. What's up? What a day. Holy crap. What the hell? We've got 18,000 things to talk about today. BBB Brigade. What is up? Dave Sherapan, Matt Peralt, the Bostonian versus the book. Juan Soto, trade deadline, day move. Dave's got the Padres gear on for it. We've got Stephen Ross. Cleared, I guess, of tampering. <laughs> yeah. No one's reading the release, by the way. Nobody I mean, ever like, reads it. That's the, the problem. Media, talk about circling the wagons, man. The, the NFL media is doing their damnedest to protect Stephen Ross. There was a conversation about throwing games. The NFL literally wrote that in their report, yeah. but it was misinterpreted. Of course. <laughs> like, Never taken seriously. <laughs> Like it was whether it was an actual offer or not could not be corroborated. Ah, but ah, yeah. okay, but sure, ah. whatever, dude. That's going on. We've got Eric Hosmer doing his best to blow up the deal for the Padres. It eventually went off without Eric Hosmer to be right. traded going to Washington. Washington gets a ridiculous return. What's the counteract for the Dodgers? Because they're not gonna sit back and let Tatis and Soto and Machado in the same damn lineup. Are you kidding me? Can they move ballparks, Dave? Can they go somewhere else? Because Petco Park is not a hitter's friendly ballpark. No, it's not. But I'll tell you what, that's a game changer. I mean, that's an absolute game changer. And it's going to get fun. If it hasn't been fun for you yet with, you know, being out West and watching baseball and stuff. um, I mean, this is, this is, it's fluid. It's crazy. Got up early this morning, saw the sun come up and said, all right, we're ready to go. And then, boom, I was getting the text. The sun wasn't barely up yet. And they're like, I think Soto's going. I think he's going. And then the line started moving, and I was like, he's going. And then, oh, this is interesting thing with Hosmer. Boris is his agent. Boris is uh, Soto's agent. A little bit of work and some business. Look, man, they're going to DFA you. You, you, you can take the trade and go there. He may release you. I don't know. Hosmer hasn't been hitting. <laughs> he a lot stinks. Of <laughs> he stinks. Would you text me? What's the line? It's not the wife. It's the life. <laughs> what he did married she do Kelly, to him? He married Kelly Nash's best friend. Casey McDonald and Kelly Nash. They're taking down the MLB together. <laughs> Both of them. He got married, got the bag. Well, he got the bag, then got married. Can't hit his way out of a paper bag. Both of them. Dallas Keuchel and the the four of them go on vacation together. It's documented on social media. Keuchel and Hosmer, Nash and McDonald, they go on vacation together. It's a riot. (laughs) It's just how it is. They're tight. 
This is a problem when you can't take the extra reps in a cage because you're too busy too busy doing other stuff. Then all of a sudden you can't hit a curveball. He ain't coming to the cage. Can't throw a curveball either. Keiko can't throw a curveball. He's at Round Rock. He's at Triple A now trying to find himself. Hey, Keiko, stop throwing in between starts. I mean, guys, starters got to throw between starts. Hitters got to hit in the cage sessions. You get in this. You get in this circle, and I guess you stop doing both. And it's not the longest. It's not the wife's fault. I'm not, I'm not blaming. Nope, not blaming them. Casey and Kelly, not their fault. Boys, uh, it's your fault, man. What, what's I, the line again so I don't mess it up? It's not it's the not, wife. It's the life. It's not the wife. It's the life. Okay. So not blaming the women, but it's just what you're doing. And you're, you know, you're just not focused on the job. You got your money. You're in your 30s. You're good. You're you're set. Hosmer's got a kid coming. He'll be a father coming up in, I think, two months. He'll be a dad. So it's probably why he doesn't want to leave. Their life is set up in San Diego. It's the and hardest part, right? It's the hardest part about the business. Did you see Velasquez yesterday? Yeah. Christian Velasquez on the field. The ink wasn't even dry. He was taking Jerks. BP. And then Jerks. people go right up. Like, what's it like to get traded to the Astros? Like, but I just found out. That was Houston media. I wanted to strangle somebody yesterday. Gosh, it's so insane. Red, Red Sox PR to come and yank him out of the scrum. Red Sox media was like, what the hell are they doing? Because Houston media knew it before Red Sox media did. Oh, the Houston media, the guys covering the Astros knew of the trade before the Red Sox knew Jumped of the trade. over there. They got over on him because he was taking BP before the game. So they went ahead and got him. And Velasquez is a really good dude and guy who won a World Series in Boston. Very popular in the clubhouse. Very popular in New England. Has not been playing great, but a pending free agent. And all of a sudden, here comes the you know, TV media in Houston sticking microphones in his face saying, what's it like to go from a team that's not very good to a first place team? And he's like, what are you talking about? Uh, um, yeah. Uh, yeah. He was like stumbling. I don't, I don't blame him. The Duke is this stunned that literally is going from one clubhouse to the other clubhouse and not going to start and catch for the Red Sox, but go and wear Astros uniforms today. So yeah. it's that stuck yesterday. I, I I hated that moment for him, and that was handled poorly by I thought everybody involved. Absolutely, and that's the that's I mean, like we always focus on like the guys going to the team that's going for it. You forget about the guys that are like going back, or or you know, like you said, school starts for our kids next week, and you could be in a city where school starts next week, and they just tell you today you're going across the country. Good luck. You know, we'll help. We'll pay for you to fly. We'll help with the moving expenses if you want to go or stay or see you later. That's the hard part about the business that, you know, we kind of forget. And those people went right to him on the field. I think they might have been first to tell him. It seemed like he had the inclination that it might happen, but it wasn't final. So it wasn't totally a blind side, but he definitely was like – he kept on saying, it's just part of the business. It's just part of the business. I understand. Blah, blah. It was he awkward was, as hell. Yeah. He was just, and then Red Sox oh. media saved him by coming over and yanking him away and saying, right. to the clubhouse. But yeah, that was, that was hard. And yeah, I mean, look, Hosmer is going to be a father for the first time in a couple of months. And he, his, his wife works for Fox news and they both crisscross the country like crazy. And they're setting up their life in San Diego. They got a house. They built this whole deal. They, they love showing off their life to people on social media. Ooh. And they say, by the way, you're getting sent. And he had a no trade clause. So this is why you negotiate a no trade clause. I don't want to be sent anywhere. I don't want to go to Washington. 
So we said no. And so now he's not in the deal. He's Do we have no with, trade clauses? No, no, right? I hope so. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Who's our GM? I guess that would be my first question. <laughs> Who's the GM? Question. I don't know who the GM is. I need to know who that is first. But I, I, I don't know exactly what his future is because he was going to get paid his full contract from the Padres if he got traded. Three years left on the deal. And the Padres are going to eat it and give it to the Nationals to pay him. But if they DFA him and they cut him, I, I mean, baseball contracts are guaranteed, but sometimes there's weird language as to like, if we cut you, here's what we owe you type of thing. So I don't know. Tatis, I, don't know. I mean, San Diego now was 25 to one to win the World Series a month ago, 10 to one after the trade, eight to one now at certain books for the Padres to win it all. They're going to add Tatis at some point in the next couple of weeks. They're, yep. They got Soto now. Yep. Machado, Tatis, and Soto will be making a combined, I think it's, I, I read it was a billion dollars <laughs> they're going to wind up making. The three, the three of those teams are going to make, three of those guys are, from one team are going to make a billion dollars combined. Kind of shot that he small markets have when that can happen. I mean, San you know what though, Dave? I, I, it, it, it's a great point, but here's the thing though, and we, we, we miss this a lot. We got to commend San Diego. Oh, they I love it. They lost their football team to Los Angeles. Their arch rival has their football team. And there's a lot of people in that market that feel like that's our team and we should all, that team should be here. It shouldn't be in LA. And our owner went for all the money. Our owner chased the glitz and the glam of Hollywood and forgot what he had here in San Diego. The Padres are in a very rich part of the country, expensive to live, Big money, beautiful. And they said, fuck it. We're going for it. Okay. Screw all you guys. We're going for it. They added Machado. We were like, damn. They locked down to Tatis for the rest of his career, basically. He's Mm -hmm. ours. Love it. And now they go get a 23-year-old superstar that is not even near his prime yet. I don't know. I I think I mean they got need to be like like congratulate, like, like bravo, man. Go after it. They got this year and next year, like control, club control, whatever that is. So for Soto, yeah. If it doesn't even oh, they go for it this year, they go for it next year, and it don't work out, or he's gonna ask for too much money, the landscape's changed. The landscape's changing every day, not just in the sports gambling space, in the sports space, in the TV and media space, where all this money and all this stuff being thrown around, and everybody's gonna stream and all this other crap. So you don't know, but when you see teams like this, like you said, going for it. It's fun as hell. You definitely have to tip your hat to them. I mean, there's no question. You you, you give it up and say, I love it. I'm, I mean, and, and we get Orsillo and Mudcat every oh. night here watching it. I, I mean, I've been in for a couple years when I, I was before when Enberg was doing the games, when, you know, it was on at night in the summer, just every day watching. So now it's been, it's been a blast. I cannot wait. I mean, uh, I think it's a legitimate thing, but I mean, there's going to be people to tell you there's people in the chat right now. And again, thanks for watching the show live. Hit the like button while we're here. Doesn't hurt. It helps us. Really appreciate it. Timmy Bradshaw's watches every day, but he never watches live. He's here today. So thank What's you, up? Timmy. Welcome to the, welcome to the uh, brigade. Um, the Dodgers, the Braves. Oh yeah. The Mets and the Padres. Like it's, do you, do you want to talk about like, I mean, just think about today, zero though. college football, or do you want to talk about that? I mean, look, 
today, just forget about college for a second, but today we have the return of DeGrom. We have the trading of Soto. Yeah. We have the Orioles, and we'll get to them in a second, who have given up on the season, which is like, wait, what are you doing? Half game out, by the way, half game. The Mariners, who, who are, you know, nervous about their star player who got hit with a pitch the other day, but mostly now getting a, a really good pitcher in Castillo. Like the Yankees and the Astros are going tit for tat here when, when it comes to trades and who is going to get what. I mean, it, it is, this is what baseball, I mean, congratulations. Baseball has owned this day in a day where yesterday was all about Watson. Today could have been all about Stephen Ross and the Dolphins, but instead it's all about the trade deadline in major league baseball. So it, it's a pretty big day. A for nice baseball. move by the, by the NFL communications department oh, and everything bury to, it. to slide that in today. <laughs> bury We're going to put this story. We're going to talk about it, but that was genius on their part. Wait, hold that for Tuesday. Yeah. But that's baseballs. They slide that in there. We'll get that one in. Yeah. And right after Watson too, let's have the Watson decision come down first, then we'll come through. So, all right. Would you bet San Diego to win it all right now? No, I mean, I would have over the weekend it was mm-hmm. 15 to one, 20 to one hard right now. Right. I mean, but if you want to look at a price, how much, high, I mean, it ain't going to go higher. So I, I, I mean, I was getting the text. Oh, I got 10 on, I got 12 to one. I was like, well, good because it's going away. Bye-bye. Mm-hmm. It's only going down. What does that yeah. mean? You might want to get other teams. Is it today's the day to buy the Braves? Is today the day to buy the Mets? Is it poor NL Central? Like, what are, what are, what are we playing for? Like, uh, Milwaukee, <laughs> St. Louis. What, what, are we, either one of those teams actually going to beat the other ones, depending oh, on the wow. matchups? All right. So there's money. FanDuel just went back to 10 to one. They went to eight to one. Now they're back to 10 to one. Mets are down to six and a half to one at FanDuel. Astros, four and a half to one. Yankees are down to plus 330. So. <sighs> I mean, you're not, if you, I think you're right. If you want a price on the Yankees today, I mean, you're getting over three to one return on the Yankees to win the world series right now. And you're getting over, you're getting three and a half to one on the Dodgers. So if you don't buy San Diego right now, which I, I still think there's questions about the pitching staff. It's something that's questions. questions. About. So, Huge. I mean, they're in a pitcher's ballpark. So that helps for the home games, but I mean, they, they don't, Against the Mets and the Dodgers, they don't match up favorably from the mound perspective. Their lineups do, but I don't know about, you know, in the postseason, we talk about 3-2 and 4-3 baseball games. And, <laughs> okay, if they're trying to win game 6-5 in the postseason, that's not easy to do. So Musgrove, Darvish, and... Snell. I mean, it's going to be Snell. I mean, he just can't win baseball games. He's good. He just can't. They don't hit for him. So, Hater in the back end now, which is good, ah, but he's inconsistent. I mean, there's nothing left for them to address. This is it. This oh, this is, is their team. There's no debate in that. But again, they went for it. I mean, that's what you do when you're right. close. When you're and close. you have, you know, a big rival in the Dodgers. Who, you know, it's the Dodgers. I mean, they've got just ridiculous talent all down the lineup. They're like, you know what? We're not going to let you run away with it. The Yankees and the Red Sox did this for years. Yankees had all their big names and all the big money. And the Red Sox said, fine, we're coming after you. We're going to do everything we can do to win. And we're going to spend and pay and get guys and you know, bring in Manny Ramirez, bring in Pedro Martinez, bring in Kurt Schilling. We're going to do what we got to do. Make a trade for Dave Roberts and 
we're going to go for it. And they won four championships. So, you know, not to the Dodgers are going to go by the way, the Yankees and be irrelevant here and not win a championship in 10 years. But I give the Dodgers. I get, I mean, I'm a Padres guy on top of Don Rossillo, the voice of the Red Sox, formerly now being the voice of the Padres. I lean towards the Padres. Like that's where my mind goes because I'm not a Yankee fan. So Yankees, Dodgers, <laughs> Red Sox, Padres. So that's the combination. So right. I, I prefer to watch little brother kick big brother in the kneecap. So I'm all in. Let's go Padres. Is there just like Alfaro says, let's fucking go San Diego. He closes <laughs> these post game interviews awesome. with it. They know it's coming. He looks like Aquaman with that hair. It's so good. The t-shirts are available out there. It's great. Do the Dodgers make a move, P. Rob? I don't think Dodgers so. I, I don't know if they can. <gasps> what can they do? All right. So let's look at it. They got Kershaw at the one spot. They've got Gonsolin at the two. They have Anderson at the three. They have a bullpen that's good enough. They got a closer who, okay, I mean, I'm not a huge fan of, but he's good he does enough. That thing. He does that yeah, thing. It's fine. I mean, he's just, he's just, Kimbrell's he's really. Scary. He is, but Kimbrell just is it, very similar to Hater. Like when he's on, he's really good. When he's off, he can be really bad. Oh. He just can be can be torturous. But I mean, they've got a World Series caliber closer, a guy with experience, knows how to close out games. They have Mookie Betts. I mean, they've got unbelievable players in the infield. They got guys who are institutions in the market. I don't know what else they can do. I mean, they can go get a piece, a, a bullpen arm. They can get you know some help, but. One of the biggest payrolls in baseball, you know, you got to just play with the guys you got right now. I think for the Dodgers, which is pretty good, by the way. <laughs> yeah, it's working out. I mean, they're, they're doing all right. You're right. But I don't know. I, I, I don't know if there is a move. I mean, that's what we were texting this morning. I was texting with a couple of guys back east. I'm like, I don't know if Soto wasn't it. I don't know who is. I don't think they make a move just to make a move. I mean, they're, um, they're up by 13 games in the loss column on the Padres on August 2nd. I mean, this would be, this is Red Sox Yankees 1978, you know, Bucky fucking dent type shit. Yeah. Like, 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 like this is not, this is not easy to do. Come back from a 12 game deficit starting in August. Not the collapse has to be monumental. I mean, the Dodgers play 500 or just a little better than 500. They run out of track. I mean, under 500, even under 500, they're going to run out of track. I mean, to make up 12 games, it's really hard. (laughs) Well, I mean, you know, there's a lot of people that think the Padres aren't going to lose another game. (laughs) That's that's part of the problem. I mean, the only, it's crazy, even with their lineup, I mean, again, you know, they're going to get Tatis back, which is big, but they only have a plus 35 run differential, even with that offense right now. So it's not like they've been scorching the baseball. They're two and a half, they're two games back. Uh, sorry, two games up on the Phillies for the third wild card. They currently have a lock on the second wild card. Braves, six and a half games up on the Padres, five games in the loss column. So we'll see. You know, I think they could catch the Braves to get the one, the the, the number one wild card. Right. So, you know, that's something to keep an eye on. I think that's probably realistic for them to get to that. But other than that, I don't think there's much else of a move besides get to the playoffs and see what happens. So the number one division winner is getting a bye. The next division winner and the next division winner and then the one wild card will have home field in Mm -hmm. the three-game series that is the first round now. Mm -hmm. It's big to get that spot. 
Oh, the one? Absolutely. The oh, one, the one wild card's big, especially at Petco, right? Especially at a ballpark that they're mm. built to play in. So, yeah. I mean, Soto, by the way, has only has played seven games, two home runs. His OPS is 19th out of 25 parks he's played in so far in terms of his ability to hit power. And so on baseball slugging. So he's been okay at Petco, not great. So we'll see. I mean, it's only it's a small sample size, but we'll see what what he does in that ballpark. But it's not a hitter's friendly ballpark. It is not like the humidity and the wind and what Nationals Park can give you. Right. We'll see. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Sometimes guys <laughs> get frustrated because they become doubles hitters and they lose their home run numbers and they know that that's where they get their big money and their pay. So do you have yeah, to adjust Soto's to the ballpark? Paid no matter what, whether he hits homers or not, he's getting paid. He's getting five. Paid. Would you give him five hundred million? No, that's I mean, because that's over number of years. I give you five years, five years, ten you years, five years. He wants ten. Yeah, well, well, for five years you can have fifty million, but for the back five you can have ten. Yeah, each, and then we'll Boris work it out. Will never go. No, never. That's of course the, not. That's the problem. That's what I mean, Bor- and like, Boris is going to take him to free agency. That's the thing is that Boris has taken him to the markets. What he always does, he always takes his players out to see what's out there. And if Soto wins a world championship in San Diego in the next year and a half, someone's giving him five hundred million. It's going to happen. Might be the Twins, but somebody like eight years, ten. What he wants? I mean, he wants ten years, five hundred million. You turn down four hundred million. Like I mean, that's that's just so. I don't know, man. I don't. He turned. I, don't know. I mean, he turned down four hundred million from the Nationals, right? I know. <laughs> so <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I mean, but Boris is a genius, bidding yep. people against themselves. Well, nope, we don't want that. Well, who else is paying you more? Oh, well, there's talks. I mean, I can't imagine what people are saying behind closed doors. That's a lot of money. It's a long time. BetSmart just asked, how much of that price moved on air? A lot. Nobody was up this morning betting the Padres, like maybe sneaky bets here and there, but like mm-hmm. it wasn't a gigantic bet that came in in most places. It's just moving it to stay ahead of the price. And you got to move the other ones up to get money because other than those four teams in the NL, I don't think anybody's betting the Brewers or the Cardinals today to win mm-hmm. a World Series. So you got to move those up. That's why you have to move the Padres down. FanDuel's got an exact matchup for a Subway series at Yankees Mets at plus 800, 8 to 1. I wonder if, if somebody will put up a Dodgers Padres NLCS matchup bet. Oh, wow. Without the seeing. exactness for the World Series are already up? Just one. Yeah. Oh. Just, just the Mets Yankees. I was going to say, you know how hard that is to price right now? God. Oh, yeah. Well, that's, I mean, because you can't even price Padres Dodgers because you don't know the path for the Padres. Correct. Are they the one or are they the two or the three? There's very different types of paths as to whether or not they're going to even face the Dodgers in the NLC. Oh, it's yes. such a pain in the ass to figure out a price and try to agree on it with you and me and one other guy say, we can put this market up right now. I mean, you got to do it the last, uh, as you get to September, maybe you put that up. You can't put that up. Now, if you put that up now, I tip my hat to them. That's that's a hard market to put up. Well, here's in an management. interesting market Fandle just put up. What? Which division will the World Series champion come out of? Love it. That's fun. That's there's only six divisions, so that's so easy. the NL West is plus two twenty, ahead of the AL East. AL East is plus two forty. Okay. NL East is plus three fifty. Okay. American League West is plus four hundred. 
Huh. Plus plus nineteen. What are the centrals? Centrals are are nine plus nineteen and plus twenty one hundred. Yeah, way back. <laughs> Just forget it. That's what I mean. But that's like, a really cool bet, though, because you got them. I mean, it's four to one, three and a half, two plus two forty and plus two twenty. I don't know. I mean, if I had to make a bet right now on this, I still think the Mets are going to win the World Series. I'll take the plus three fifty. I get the Braves and the Mets right there. Right. You get like them that. both. Yes. And in the West, I mean, and, and then the four to one for the American League West, Astros and the Mariners. I get those two teams there at four to one. What's the price on the Astros to win a World Series right now? Is it an already four to one? Four and a half to one. Right. So that's that should be more. But the Mariners are plus 3,500. Correct. So, so you want both of them? You bought, you bet them individually. True. Yeah, that number seems a little short, right? That's, the, to one? that's ridiculously short. Is, it, is, is that just because they want to keep it in line with all the other two, or they really like the Mariners? Oh, you put in these numbers and these equational um, hold calculators, percentage things, and it gives you these numbers, and, you know, they jack the central numbers up. But, I mean, essentially right now, the bets are coming in on the NL West and the AL East. So you should put that price to be appealing. I mean, you got four to one, you got 450 on the Astros to win a World Series. It got to be a better price than that. Yeah, that's weird. It's going to be less. That's, so, that's strange. Yeah, yeah. that's, that's very somebody strange. Somebody throwing that stuff up. And you, got, man, that should be, you want bets on that? That's great. I want bets on, I want bets on anyone not named AL East or NL West right now. Jack those prices up. Give me some bets. I mean, you could bet the West and the East, NL West and the AL East. You put a unit on both. As long as you hit one of them, you're good. You're making money. Wouldn't a that lot be of money, great if that was the matchup? You you are making a lot of right. You are making a lot of money, but you're making the money. I mean, it's a profitable bet as long as you know you got in the West. You have the Mets. You have the Dodgers, Padres. In the East, you have Yankees, and then whomever else make them out there. I mean, Tampa, Toronto. It ain't so, going to be Baltimore, I guess, after today. Like, well, let's go to that. What do you make of this? So I tweeted this this morning, and I had a rash of Oriole people telling me the team was ahead of schedule. It was never about this season. So trade Lopez, trade Mancini, give up everybody, go get prospects, build the farm system, play for the long term because you can't beat the Yankees. And I'm like, wait. What? <laughs> I don't get this. I, I'm actually kind of mad at Baltimore. They were a fun team to watch. They're 500. They're in the wild card chase. Got a bunch of young, talented kids I think could benefit from playing in the playoffs. And they've just said, you know, white flag went up this morning. Starting, staying with the plan, I guess. Um, nice return for Mancini. Wake up this morning. Trade Lopez, maximum return for a guy at his maximum height, probably. I mean, his ERA hasn't been great. He's having a good year. They got more in return. There's a plan. I don't know what it is. I mean, because, again, when you're this close, this late, and you're in a team or on a team in a city that hasn't been there in so long, and there's a buzz. There's a buzz for baseball fans, there's got to be a buzz in Baltimore. Been to Camden Yards multiple times. I love that place. Mm-hmm. Um, 
it is just another day. Like, really? We're just doing what we do. We're just gonna we're we're just gonna stick to the plan. Okay. Uh it's almost like a real life major league, isn't it? Gonna- yeah, right. Yeah, I, I agree. <laughs> Screw you. Let's go win the damn thing. Yeah. Go you- win it. Yeah, you're giving up all of our players, and the young kids are like, well, then they don't believe in us, so screw you. We believe in us, so let's go. Yeah, I think there's a lot to that. I think the Nationals did them a favor by trading Soto. So the, the region, the Baltimore, Maryland, Virginia, Northern Virginia region, will be ablaze and a buzz about Soto today and not about Mancini and not about Lopez. But, I mean, I guess if you're the Twins, you're giving up four arms, including a top 25 prospect in the Cade Povich kid, left-handed starting pitcher. Lopez is 29. He was Baltimore's lone all-star selection this year. 1.68 ERA, 54 Ks, 19 saves, and 44 appearances. But he's never done it in the playoffs. He's never done it in, heck, in September. He's never done it. So I'll be curious to see when crunch time rolls around, how does Lopez handle closing baseball games out? He's 29. He's been a starter his entire career before this year. So this seems to be maybe a little lightning in the bottle. but. It's a, it's a pretty big haul for the Orioles to get four arms back, including a top 25 prospect in the Twins organization. So let's see what he does. I mean, the Twins have some breathing room, but I'll be curious to see what what, what the Twins wind up doing here you know, crunch time-wise in the postseason. That's what the trade was made for, is to go win games in the playoffs. They got to win games in the playoffs. I mean, it's just- I mean, the Guardians are right on their tails, though. The Guardians are one game back. The White Sox are 500 again. I mean, Larusa is freaking falling asleep in the dugout, and they're back Did to five hundred. Video, oh. it's awful, I'm horrible. Mad. First inning, I'm Ovaltine. Need some Ovaltine there, dude. Come on now, the hell's going on, Tony? Falling uh, asleep in the first inning of a game, like, jeez, it's so bad. Like you can't hide in that dugout. There's cameras everywhere. Like if you, as soon as you come out of that runway into that dugout, you better be on. I mean, oh, eyes are fluttering. You can see you see him doing the head, the head bob, like head bob, right up. Toddler, toddler's driving. You know, you're in the car with your toddler, and like the, I've seen that many times. That oh. the head droop, the eyes go down, and oh, okay, no, I'm awake, I'm awake, I'm awake. Oh. Fighting it hard, and the body's shutting down and wanting to go to sleep. The mind's exhausted, and I, I mean, man, alive. If you're in in Chicago today, you're like, yeah, the team's back to 500, but the skips asleep. So <laughs> I don't know. What can you do? <laughs> it's how it I mean, is. I made I made jokes about it when he came back. Like he's seventy five, right? I think he's seventy five years old. It's a hard. I mean, I live with Grandma and Pap Pap. I mean, I've seen it. Like they're, they're seventy four, seventy two. Like sometimes you're just sitting there talking to them and they just fall asleep. <laughs> just you just right. <laughs> okay. I mean, a baseball game before is, is is you should be awake. Like in the fourth inning when you just. It was the One first the innings I could see you thought. First inning. It was the beginning like Red, Red Bull, the dude. Like, come on, man. Can't Get drink that Red going. Bull at that age. I think it's a heart going too much. All right. Whatever it is, help help a help a person out. Coffee it, Sanka. Whatever you got to do to get the whole heart ticker going. You got to get some <laughs> some something. Some, I mean, my goodness. Roberto just popped in the chat and said I would fall asleep too because of the offense. It's not better. I mean, it can't hit. Can't score. They lose to Kansas City yesterday, two one, and they're on the cusp of stealing a division. Yeah, they're right either one of the three are live. I think, in my opinion, all three of those teams are live, aren't they? One hundred percent to win the division. Yeah, that's why they made the move. That's why they gave up four arms for them because they feel like they got to go help the back end because they need to win two one games. 
not lose two one games, but need to win because right. their offense is not going to help them. I, I would expect, I mean, where we're coming out, coming up here on the deadline. Uh, I, I mean, I, I don't know. Where's the trade for a bat. Like, I know they've been really banged up, but that's if I'm the white Sox, I'm looking for a bat right now. I need some offense. I know. I just don't know. Who do you go get? They got, I think they got to go get a lefty ideally to put somewhere in that lineup, but I, I don't know. Yeah, it's I, tough. Uh, there's, I'm not. there's teams in it. There's more buyers than sellers, and Baltimore made the decision. I guess they're sellers. Mm. What is Boston doing today? Nothing. I mean, they added fam. They, they, they're just playing for next year. They're just they're not going to move Bogarts or Devers. J.D. Martinez is too expensive for anybody to take on the contract for the productivity. So he's the guy that could have gotten moved, but I don't think J.D. is going to get traded. Really? Wow. Yeah. I'm, I mean, I don't see it. I mean, they, they, they made a couple of minor moves, and you know, that's just kind of where they are. They're, they're 52 and 52. They're a bad baseball team. They're 18 games out. Baltimore is more exciting than Boston is. Can't field. I mean, I, I was watching the game yesterday. I watched for the first time. I watched a good six inning straight of the Red Sox, and I was like, "My God, they suck!" <laughs> like it—it's it, not even like they're not like they suck. Like they can't field. They can't catch. Frank Frenchy uh, Frenchy Cordero dropped a ball in right field that had a ninety nine percent catch probability to it. Like meaning, like a little leaguer could make the catch, and he couldn't do it. He couldn't catch it in right. I mean, they're booting balls all over the place. Like they need to go to like Frank Manansky, right? Manansky, who who was the dude we were growing up with the instructional videos on how to field? They they somebody needs to send them that. Bohansky was whatever the guy, Frank, whatever the guy's name is. The guy did the instructional videos when we were all growing up. Like that, that's what they need. Like go do fundamental baseball, throwing, catching, because they can't throw and they can't catch. And if I'm a pitcher, I'm just dog cussing my team. I'm oh, like, it's frustrating. Like, dude, like if I get a ground ball to you, catch the ball. Hey, dude, if I get a flare to right, that's an out. Like we won the game three to two because luckily our bullpen was able to hang on because of you. But what are you doing? Like, this is I, I was extraordinarily frustrated with the Red Sox. I think they get killed today. I think the Astros beat the living dog shit out of them today. Oh, that team knows the white up too. Yeah. the white the white flags going up. Oh. And I think the Astros just go out there and with Garcia today, just go ahead and pile drive the Red Sox today. Nobody's going to. Benny just said in the chat, it'll be the last six innings you watch all season. It's true. Close. Yeah. One of. I mean, that's, I, I just wanted to see how the team was going to perform because I was like, you know, it's trade deadline rumor day. Sometimes uh, teams respond in, in the positive and sometimes they respond in the negative. And like, you know, I, I pay 30 bucks a month to watch every Red Sox game with MLB.tv. Right, so, you know, right. I, I, I have the ability to watch it on my phone and my TV and my computer. Yep. And, you know, I normally watch the Red Sox every day, but I hadn't watched them in a couple of weeks because they're unwatchable. And I was like, all right, trade deadline day. Let's take a look at what they do. And I was like, yeah, this team sucks. This team's absolutely unwatchable. <laughs> They're so bad. And they won because Duran drove in, drove in three RBIs yesterday. So their one rookie who wants to keep playing beat the Astros himself yesterday, three to two. Mm-hmm. But I think Evaldi might go today. That's possible. Like Ooh. that's the other name that's been, been out there that he could Ooh. be on the move. So, I mean, why keep him? He's a, he could help somebody in the postseason. Yeah, he could actually bring something back. Yeah, I'd move him. I mean, if you can, I, I'd move him. And 
you know, but there's really nobody else. I mean, there's not really anything. They're not trading Bogarts. They're not trading. No, God. I I mean, you look, Bloom, his name right now in Boston is a swear word. Okay. (laughs) Heim Bloom is, he's this whole raise way, this whole like, you know, this is what happens sometimes when you come in and you've got a really big market and a really big budget. You know, you can't use the same excuses you can use in Tampa in Boston. And so far, his tenure has not been good. And he's taken over for championships, championships, championships. All three of his predecessors have won championships. That's the bar for Heim Bloom. And I love, Uh, I love our chat. Vinny Konowinski just alerted us that it was Tom Emansky. That's what videos. it is. Tom Amansky videos. Thank you. I, I love it. Yes, Tom Amansky. Red Sox guys Tom are the fucking best. Thank Go you. buy the DVD and the VHSs of Tom Amansky's educational school of fielding. Crime Dog was in Crime there. Crime Dog, that's company. right. McGriff was the one who endorsed it. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's right. Yes. God, they suck. <laughs> Holy, the Red Sox suck. They're Tom so, Amansky they're videos so. required viewing for Red Sox players and fans. 100%. <laughs> Keep your head down, heel of the glove on the ground, oh. get your ass to the ground, watch the ball <laughs> under your glove. Simple. We do all those drills. We still oh. do we do all those drills. I got them all. I do them all. Simple baseball plays. Boston cannot oh. do it. I mean, it's one thing like when, when Devers was doing it, it's like, yeah, but he hits 25 home runs. It's fine. Like he's you right. Can take the fix. offense. Yeah. The other guys, Cordero yeah. and the rest of these dudes, like, uh-uh. uh-uh. Like. That's no, no, no. I mean, Duran gives up an inside the park grand slam, loses the baseball in the sky. We've <laughs> seen really... multiple pop-ups drop in the infield, like multiple times. It's Call literally ball. somebody it's on ball. Twitter put together a montage with the Benny Hill music of the Red Sox fielding over the last month in July, and it was absolutely horrific to watch. <laughs> like It was just like was basic, <laughs> basic baseball shit, like not oh, hard to do, oh, and they can't. They can't run. They can't throw. They can't catch. They can hit. As long as the ball goes out of the ballpark, they're okay. Otherwise, <laughs> trouble. They're in trouble. They can't do trouble. pretty much. And if I, again, if I'm a starting pitcher, I am irate at what's behind me. Like, what the hell do you want me to do? Like, I, uh, just, I do my job. Do a, yours. I can't strike everybody out. I mean, the ball is going to get put in play sometimes. Talk about this with the kids all the time on the field. And it's hard because I was a pitcher and I try to, I'm like the pitching coach and the mental coach for the pitchers. And they get so pissed off. And like, you got to teach them at 12. You're like, look, you can't show no emotion. I know you're mad. Come in the dugout and complain to me. Don't say a word. Don't show any emotion. But coach, I threw that pitch. You called it low inside. He got a ground ball right to third and she threw it over to first baseman's head. That should have been out of the inning. I know. I know. It's hard. It's, it's, If it becomes a repeated pattern, that's when you're like, ah, oh, fuck it. I just I can't do nothing about it. And it, 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 changes, it, the, it changes the team out. You change the it, third out. It changes the team. Like it, oh, it, yeah. it, it loses the vibe. So well, it gets people mad at each other. You get teammates yeah. angry at each other and stuff like, hey, I'll get you. I'll pick you up. But then if the pick you up doesn't happen, that's the problem, right? And in I mean, the pros, it's all money. Oh, Every time you do it, I mean, it's not costing me. Absolutely. It's costing me money. My man. ERA just went, my earn run average That's went it. up because you couldn't feel that baseball. Right. You should have. Yeah. should have been E6, but instead it's a, it's a hit because the guy upstairs is an idiot. And he goes in and rules it a hit. It should have been fielded, and it's I should be out of the inning. Story, the way these scoring decisions are made. I mean, the yeah. ball hit the guy in the head the other day, and the f- – 
called it a home run. <laughs> and no, I hit him on the head on a foul ball That's and it went behind him. Yep. And they ran around the bases and it was great. It was scored a home run. Like that's an error. Oh, it didn't hit his glove. It hit his head. It was a pop-up. Come on. Uh, one more with baseball, then we'll get to some football. Uh, the yep. Yankees who are 70 and 34 Astros are 67 and 37. Both have been extremely active. We mentioned the Mancini trade. Uh, we know that Christian Vasquez is going to the Astros. Yankees go and get another arm. Uh, do you think Frankie Montas is going to start or will he go into the bullpen? Because they got Trevino also to be a reliever from the A's, but Frankie Montas has been pretty good. And I mean, could he be their fifth starter? I mean, is that how you see it? I mean, he's got a nearly a, you know, three, one, eight ERA. He's been pretty good for the A's. Yeah. I think they, I think they got him to, to at least give a shot to start. I don't know if he's going to start in a postseason, but again, you're just building pieces right now and you have the benefit of having a pretty nice lead. But the Astros are right there trying to get that one seed. That one seed is gigantic. I got to give baseball credit. They changed that to give the one seed a buy. And now you don't have to play that first round scary three game series and you can set up your pitching rotation however you want with home field advantage throughout. Mm-hmm. It's huge. Um, it's, it's fun to see the what do I want to call it? Like accumulation. It's an arms race. It's a, it's a literally lineup race, literally between these two teams. And they're not only trying to win their own division, they're beating each other right now. So I don't even know who I would make favor between the two right now. Like I, I think with the pitching matchups, the way it could go, I mean, Houston can beat them. There's not, it's it's not a shoe in either way. Mm -hmm. And Houston made moves in the lineup that I think would be arguably better. And Houston is still the one team, no matter where you go, what you're talking about. When you mention them, they draw that illicit response. Fuck those guys. Like that's, that's, (laughs) that's, that's the team. Everybody doesn't like, they're still mad about the trash cans. They're still mad about a lot of things. Yep. And it's uh, it's really interesting. They're going to play the heel the whole way through. All right. So this morning, the NFL dropped a, a story that would have led us on most days in the summertime would be a monster story in sports betting. But cool. because of the Deshaun Watson and Major League Baseball trade deadline, this story is getting a little bit brushed under the rug, which was pretty much the purpose for the NFL. Right. The NFL announced today their six-month-long investigation into the owner of the Miami Dolphins, allegations made by former head coach Brian Flores that he was offered 100 k to tamper to throw games to, to secure a draft pick. Also, whether or not Tom Brady was contacted in 2019 by Flores to have him become the starting quarterback for the Miami Dolphins and potentially be a part owner of the Miami Dolphins while he was still playing with the Patriots. He was still playing. This is not like an off-season conversation. This is in the season, Stephen Ross, the Michigan man, decides to go ahead and contact Sean Payton to be the head coach and Tom Brady to be the quarterback and says, guys, hey, what if this happened? So according to the investigation, the Dolphins had impermissible communications with quarterback Tom Brady in 2019 and 2020 while he's under contract with the Patriots. 
as early as August of 2019 and continued throughout the 2019 season and the postseason. <gasps> While the Patriots are playing in the playoffs, Steven Reich's like, yo, Tom, you coming to Miami? Was, wait, was probably at a Michigan alumni type thing. Probably like, <laughs> hey, man, we're just going to get together. You want to come? I just want to talk to you. These are numerous and detailed discussions that were conducted by the investigation about this. The Dolphins, again, had impermissible uh, communications with Brady and his agent during and after the 2021 season while he was under contract with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, (laughs) asking him about potentially retiring and going to play with the Miami Dolphins. In that's January, of, done. you retire and then you go play somewhere else. Is that how that's done? Pretty much. Yeah. In January 2022, the Dolphins again had impermissible communications with Don Yee, the agent for Sean Payton, about Sean Payton's desire to become the head coach of the Miami Dolphins while oh. he was still under contract with the New Orleans Saints. Oh. So that's one reason why they lost a first round pick in 2023. The other reason why they got a first round pick taken away is because they investigated the allegations about offering incentives to tamper to Brian Flores. Everyone, including the Dolphins, are claiming they've been, quote, cleared of this. Oh. The investigation says the Dolphins did not intentionally lose games in the 2019 season, nor did anyone no. at the club, including Mr. Ross, instruct Coach Flores to do so. No, no witness contended otherwise. The <laughs> Dolphins competed hard. to All win the witnesses are gone. Wait, all the witnesses are gone? Yeah, right. Nobody's coming forward. I just want to make sure I'm getting it all. I'm I'm, I'm asking all the questions that the chat <laughs> right. want to know while we're talking about it. Go ahead. All the witnesses are gone. Yes. Ain't nobody told nobody to lose no games. Okay, go right. ahead. Including the end of the year when they beat Cincinnati in New England, despite worsening Miami's position in the draft for 2020. On a number of occasions during the 2019 season, Mr. Ross expressed his belief that the Dolphins' position in the upcoming draft should be should take priority over the team's win-loss record. These comments were made most frequently to team president and CEO, Tom Garfinkel. Is Garfinkel still there? I don't think so. I don't think so. He's gone too. (laughs) Witnesses are gone and Garfinkel's gone. Go ahead. We're also made to general manager, Chris Greer, who is still there. And senior vice president, Brandon Shore, coach Flores as well. These comments, which he took to be suggestions that he loses games, troubled coach Flores and led him to express his concerns in writing to senior club executives each of whom assured Coach Flores that everyone, including Mr. Ross, supported him in building a winning culture in Miami. Oh. After this, Mr. Ross no longer made any such comments to Coach Flores. No. But here's the problem, though. Else. One such comment is claimed is a claimed offer by Mr. Ross to pay Coach Flores 100000 to lose games. As Who do you say win- that shit to? Well, it's, this, is, this is a he said, he said, okay? As to which there are differentiating recollections about the wording, we misremembered. Everybody misremembered. (laughs) However, phrased, such a comment was not intended or taken to be a serious offer, nor was the subject pursued in any respect by Mr. Ross or anyone else at the club. I'm sorry. He was just, 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 just like, shut up about Stephen Ross got cleared from offering money to Brian Flores. What we're talking about now is the definition of is what is, is 
on this. Because what is this? Put that this on is shirt. What is is? Well, it's the whole line by, you know, former President Clinton when we were talking about the fun he had in the Oval Office. Oh, you have to oh tell goodness. me what is is. What the hell? That's what this is. I mean, I'm reading it again. One such comment is a claimed offer by Mr. Ross to pay Coach Flores a hundred thousand to lose games, as to which there are differentiating recollections about the wording, timing, and context. However, phrased, such a comment was not intended or taken to be a serious offer, nor was the subject pursued in any respect by Mr. Ross or anyone else at the club. So he said it. He said it to Brian Flores, but he was just joking. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> I'm just joking. I just hey, you know, I'll pay you a hundred grand to lose games. Wait, what? Oh, I'm just kidding. Uh, uh, yeah. Gotcha. Uh, <laughs> I, I was just seeing if you'd say yes. <laughs> gotcha. I mean, are you kidding me? Like it was not intended to be a serious offer. What? So now if I'm going to put a hit on somebody, I have to write it down oh, and whoa, say, whoa, whoa, whoa. it is my intention to pay you $100,000 to kill someone tomorrow. Here you go. That's what I have to do. The views expressed by Matt Peralt <laughs> right now are only expressed by Matt Peralt and not oh. the sports BK can sing or the props.com channel. <laughs> Good. Continue, sir. Talking about hitting people. No, I'm just saying, like, like, if you're going to commit a crime, do you generally make it as to a written serious offer? You don't like write if you're gonna commit down, what are you a federal? About? It's a federal crime to do this. Don't this is a federal nothing. crime. He will lose his team if there's any evidence. What you're telling me is if there's any evidence, recording, email, or the like that can show that this conversation happened, because clearly it happened. But I wasn't I wasn't serious. The investigation clears that it happened. The conversation <laughs> about throwing games to Brian Flores from the owner happened. It's why he's suspended, fined $2 million. He's out till mid-October. Who cares? He's the owner. And they lose a first-round pick next year and the third-round pick the year after, which is significant. I mean, who's a first-round pick when you want to, you know, 86-year quarterback? Not great. I mean, if, if you're a Tua, you got to feel pretty good about the chances of keeping with the team now. <laughs> I mean, seriously. You can't cut him now. You can't cut him now. You can't draft, you can't draft his replacement next year. You don't have a first-round pick next year unless you trade for one. So, <sighs> I mean, it's significant master. to me. Like, like the, the, Everyone's like, well, he was cleared. Nah, man, he wasn't cleared in my book. Oh. They just didn't have the smoking gun. Can't prove it, right? Right. That's it. I mean, that's the thing. We can't prove that an offer it. was made, but we know that a conversation about throwing games happened. We were just kidding. We weren't serious. Just it's, joking around. It's, it's so crazy because I thought we had a really good discussion yesterday about the Watson thing, and I think we both said things that made a lot of sense. I rewatched a lot of that just to hear because we talk, but we mm -hmm. don't always listen back to what we say. I listen mm -hmm. to you all the time. And I hear you in my head when I'm even not on the show. So I'm always <laughs> constantly with you in my head because we talk so much. But right. the inability to prove is different than actual truth in a lot of cases. And the grand jury discussion yesterday with all that was that they're admitting that the conversation fucking happened in this. <laughs> but it was just a joke. It's $100,000. These people are talking about her loss. It's 100K per loss. Like, what the fuck kind of money are we talking? You're just joking? I mean, like, 
I've seen people come in with bags of $100,000. That's a lot of cash. I mean, how did we know we're joking? Who made that determination? That oh, the NFL joking? did. The NFL investigation made sure of it because, well, again, the, this comes down to the in- – this is Calvin Ridley, okay? This is the same thing. The NFL now, in the course of six months, Watson's case is a significant societal conversation, okay? It is a conversation about men behaving improperly to women who are at a disadvantage. Power, money, his, you know, fame, whatever it might be, going into a $25 an hour masseuse like you were talking about Did yesterday. Did you read like the pro football talk like thing that I sent you? It's bad. Did you? It's bad. It it's gave really, really me bad. stomach. It gave me agita. I was it's reading awful. it. I'm like, this is a, some sick shit. He's a disturbed individual. There's, no, there's definitely no debate. He's a disturbed individual. But it's a, the problem I see it as is I'm going like, wait a minute. So now we look at this from two stories, Calvin Ridley betting and Steven Ross offering incentives. This is the nightmare for the NFL with their sports book connections. The nightmare is that they're going to have to have a full-blown public investigation and reveal into an integrity of the game scandal. We're already getting close to it because this is, I mean, Ross said he wants to improve. He wanted to protect the draft stock, the draft position. So if the owner, this is like the mafia, the king, the, the king never says what to do. He just makes it known that everyone understands what's supposed to happen. Yeah, there's always a go between. Yeah. Never say it out loud. You know, you, you never say point blank, lose this game, but you make it known. Hey, the owner is thinking about April wants to make sure we're okay in April. Wants to make sure we got the right things going in April. How about when Flores won all them games in a row? To finish? Well, that's what they're saying because he did it despite him. So Stephen Ross, if I'm Flores today, I'm like, you know what? You you guys are a bunch of assholes. I win these games. I I win the games at the end of the year. The owner fires me for winning those games at the end of the year, and now Stephen Ross gets to claim that that's not that the team didn't tank just because they won the games at the end of the year which yeah. Stephen Ross didn't want Brian Flores to do, which Brian Flores did. And he never told him about the hundred times a game and all that other stuff. I do. I mean, we were just kidding. We were having I mean, lunch. think about that. If you're Flores, how steaming mad you must be right now going, I got fired for winning that Patriot game. They, they were pissed off at me for doing that. I got blown out because I didn't <sighs> listen to the owner. And now you're going to claim that's why Stephen Ross wasn't incentivizing anybody to lose because it proves that, Hey, he wasn't demanding tanking because you won. I won despite of that asshole. That guy was trying, that guy fired me for it. Right. I mean, damn, that's a crazy story. It's, it's, uh, it's hard to believe. I, I, you sent the link and I read it and I was like, wait a second. So what happens to Ross? Like he don't get to go to the games until oh. end of October. Oh, so bad. That's it. Yep. There's a there's a five hundred thousand dollar fine for somebody else. Oh, the team got two million. It. Yeah, the team got two million dollar fine. But this is Stephen Ross. This is not a big deal. That's that's pocket money. Yeah, it's nothing. The draft pick is the most thing that they actually might actually, you know, that hurts. But I mean, they, I, I got to look and but see how many. Do they still have Houston's draft picks? I can't keep track. They trade so, on and picks. All yeah, I can't remember how much they, so they, no they, they, they may actually have. Like they could still have like two picks next year in the first round. It's not even like a significant injury. It's not a significant penalty. 
if they've got multiple draft picks next year? I, I just, I, I'm, spe- I'm speechless. I mean, I thought yesterday was enough to have to worry about, like talking about this stuff. And again, being a content guy, we finished the show and I literally was like, I got to get the fuck out of this. I got to go for a walk. I can't, I yeah. can't even think about this anymore. I'm so aggravated. Yeah. Then you sent me this this morning and I'm like, man, on baseball trade day, because this is it's it's fun. It's a it's lot brilliant. of stuff to talk about. We got this dolphins. What they did? What? <laughs> By the way, that gift got me. I laugh every time. Mike. Oh, lost. it's unbelievable. That's such I mean, a good. I mean, it's all in the. Just, if you go to the Discord channel, oh, it's everywhere. I mean, everyone's putting oh, it up like they're using that left and right. So it's 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 popping in the Discord channel. The Dave Sherapan what? It's become our new go to. Let me get through this week with this stuff, <laughs> and then I get in that Discord channel and probably. The wife is going to be like, what are you looking at your phone now for? Oh, I joined the betprep.com slash chat discord channel. Now you're always going to be on your damn phone and they're going to be mad at me. I'm going to have to do it because I miss the boys. Let's get enough of it here and on Twitter. But my God, you like like the live chat during the show. Look at the live chat. Look at the chat after dark. Oh (laughs) boy. Bet prep after dark is fun. (laughs) We got, we got people all over the country too. We got people in different countries. Zach, the hat's doing this. I mean, it's crazy. All right. Hall of Fame game happening on Thursday. Total is 30 and a half in this one. No Trevor Lawrence. We betting under? (laughs) You you ain't betting over. I ain't gonna let you do it. No. Can't do it. This is crazy. People in the chat, Dave, people in in the chat are teasing this game. (laughs) Who's doing that? Maddie, what? Maddie R teased it yesterday. I said, you You did not. I said, you you crazy son of a bitch. You're teasing. I go, I love teasing. Even I'm not that much of a sick DJ that I'm going to tease a Hall of Fame game. Oh, man. I mean, what all the stuff. You went ahead and he teased it to the over. He teased it down, took the over. He teased it to 24, took it over, and then took took the Jags and teased the Jags up to seven and a half. Plus seven and a half Jacksonville over 24. <laughs> I just, I mean, it's the Hall of Fame game, man. What are you doing? Just wait. Like, oh my God. I don't know if oh, I can I'm get betting the chat. No. I'm betting it. <laughs> There's no debating. I don't know. I'm betting I mean, it. I'm, I'm betting I'm it. it. Oh, Raffrey, <laughs> what are you doing to me? Oh my gosh. This, this would be like somebody, you come to the counter and I'm at the counter and I do this and I go, seriously, stop. <laughs> Think about what you're doing here. What do you do? Tease the Hall of what Fame game. Stop. You really want to bet the game that much? You're going to be mad. I'm telling you right now. Even uh, when you win, you're going to be mad. Of course. Gonna, you're going to be mad. This just is bet a the under. terrible game. Terrible game. Just, just a 17-7 final. It's a terrible game. You'd be lucky to get two touchdowns, right? It's usually Maybe, two I mean, field goals. And one, one, or each team gets one. Yeah. If anybody gets two touchdowns, I mean, like, the total dead under the dead under play. Yes. Yeah, so if two touchdowns are scored, you're like, uh oh. And if two touchdowns get scored in the first half, you're like, oh no, because garbage time touchdowns happen all the time. Because anyone in the fourth quarter that has a sniff of the end zone, they're gonna take it because they may never score another touchdown in their life, literally. So they get cut and that's it. <laughs> their careers are over and they have a chance to get in the end zone. They are going to score. There's no taking a knee. There's no, you know, running the clock out. There's none of that in the fourth quarter of the hall of fame game. I just, I, right before this show, I was on it with wager talk with Teddy and Steve Merrill today. We were talking about this total and how key of a number 30 is just in general. 
Is wait, is 31 more key than 30 or is 30 more key than 30? 30 actually, he went back and looked 4% chance of falling on 31 was 1.5%. Wow, that's surprising. Same thing. I thought the same thing, but the 1714 that, that that's surprising. The multiples of 3 mm-hmm. in football are more common than not 3. So okay. 31 adds up to 4, 30 adds up to 3. I'm just telling you the last no, I believe, 30 I mean, years number. That's what it just so it ain't gonna drop below 30. Right. I will be shocked if it does. We used to say this every year about the Army Navy game. How much lower can you fucking make it? Like this is 30 and a half. Like, dare you to bet over. It was 32 and a half two, a day ago or two days ago. The move yeah. has come in. Wait until you see, now that we're doing the show every day, we got the chat, we got all these people. Watch the line movement on the totals in the preseason. Used to say you move them by twos, and you do, because wow. you can't get a bet the other way. So if the steam comes over, you go from 34 to 36. You don't even, because the bet comes right after on the first move. So you'll see the lines move differently than you will in a regular season. But this huh. thing's already at 30 and a half. I don't think it can go lower, P. Rott. Well, do you bet it now or do you wait? What do you do with it? If, if you like 30 and a half, do you just sit there and say, I don't need to bet it right now? It's not going to move? I mean, if you have to bet it, which again, we talk about being responsible. And not having to do all this stuff. Well, all you the know time. the answer to the, the point is yes, I have to bet it. So there's no questions about you yes, can only bet I under. Good yes. luck. If you want to bet well, over, go ahead. If you no, say I, to me on Thursday, bet it or book it. I I'm bet half it. units on, on preseason football. I never bet full units. I bet half units on preseason football and I will Oof. bet the under. I just I want I want over 30. So I'm just like, if it gets to even 30, I'm gonna be annoyed. So 30 and a half, I think is a play right now, but I don't particularly want to bet a Thursday preseason game on <laughs> on Tuesday with the Hall of Fame game, given the fact that we know that Travis Etienne and Trevor Lawrence aren't playing. What if the Raiders, you know, bounce everybody? What if everyone sits for the Raiders? The Raiders McDaniels might. Anybody. McDaniels might bench everybody. Yeah. I can easily see him saying whole starting offense. Letting car put pads on. Did you see that video of him dog cussing out the defensive lineman that hit Derek Carr? No. At practice. Oh, it was awesome. It was so funny because people like it was really one guy in the in the comment section because people were getting mad at him, going like, "He can't talk to a guy like that. Players should never be spoken to in that way." And everyone was like, "How do I know? No one, no one. You've never played a single sport in your life. Like this is a franchise quarterback that gets run into by a second string defensive lineman." He made contact with Derek Carr. You do not make contact in practice with the starting quarterback. Was he not wearing NFL. a colored jersey? He was. He just ran into him. He ran. He was. Carr was rolling out to throw a pass into the flat, and the defensive end came running up, and he put his hands like this, but he made a chest-to-chest contact with Carr. And <laughs> McDaniels just took a beeline at the guy and was just like screaming at him going, can we please not touch the MF in quarterback? Right. Can you please keep your goddamn eyes? Like it just flipped out on him. And I, and everyone was like, you can't talk to a player like that. And people were like, you've never played sports before. Have you, <laughs> like, this is not that big of a deal. McDaniels seems like that 
type of guy though, and it's his first year. He's establishing himself. I mean, you gotta you gotta yeah. do that sometimes. You gotta light people up, and especially guy touches a quarterback in a preseason who's gonna take you to the playoffs. You don't. I mean, oh. that's why you wear the jersey. I tell you before practice, don't touch the quarterback. Yeah. You, even if you put your hands up, just jump beside him or fall down. Yeah, don't touch the quarterback. Means don't touch the quarterback. Like not even two hand touch. Like don't even touch him. Just leave. Don't touch nobody. That's why Josh Allen got up when he got hit by a second string defensive lineman. He got up and torched the dude because he was like, "Do not touch me!" Like, what are you doing? Like, that's where do just- you stand on the fights in the training camp? It's so dumb. It's football so fights dumb. are dumb anyway. I mean, football fights are stupid. Like, I would love to box with full football gear on. Give me a helmet and shoulder pads. Want to go box? Sure, go ahead. Hit me all you want. <laughs> I won't feel a damn thing. I mean, I was I was going back to training camp back in the early 90s, Cower was in Pittsburgh. He would go ballistic if there was a fight. He, listen, compete. What are you idiots doing fighting? Mm-hmm. Like you're almost grounds for dismissal if you fought. Because well, you punch someone with a helmet on with a bare fist. One, the person getting hit is not going to feel it. Two, you break your hand, you're out for a significant amount of time. So like it's just a stupid decision all God. the way around. Yeah, and even if like open the open hand, slap up someone inside the head sometimes, like that sends a message, but so you have you have to protect your hand, but it doesn't do anything. It's still stupid. It's just dumb. <laughs> but it's hot and guys are, you know, hitting each other every day. You're tired. That's why they like preseason games because it lets you hit somebody else. Right. Yeah, and those are anymore. Those um you know made up like joint practices. Like, well, we're, we're helping each other out. Guys no. are looking to take somebody out. Yes. Like, they just, just, you, you need to hit somebody else. Mm-hmm. So, but like what happened yesterday at Cowboys camp, James Washington, newly acquired wide receiver, out six to 10 weeks with a broken foot. So now you've got, for now. you've got a really a limited number of, of wideouts for Dak Prescott to throw to at the moment. Yeah. Big, big rumor is OBJ to Dallas. Here we go. Would you would you take him? I mean, Dallas needs receivers right now. They're in trouble with their lineup. How's OBJ's status health wise? Eh? You don't know yet. Coming off that knee injury, right? Yep. He thinks he's going to be okay, but ACL. Yep. For the post from the playoffs. Oh, I mean, right man. now for Dallas, uh, they have Michael Gallup on the pup list. CeeDee Lamb at the number one spot and Noah Brown is the only other wideout to catch a pass from Dak Prescott during a regular season game this year on the roster. So, I mean, this is not great for this team at the moment. One-year deal, free agent, played four years with Pittsburgh, caught 114 passes, 11 touchdowns. Last year was 24 catches for 285, two touchdowns in 15 games last year for an offense that did not throw the ball all that much with Ben. Oh, boy. Eagles are looking good in the division. That's all I got to say. Oh, boy. Getting all that steam right here. Come the Giants, too. Don't forget the Giants. Giants. We're on the Giants. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's gracious. Giants. Although I, I would like to see Saquon have a good year. So would play, I play That'd 17 games, like play, yeah. a, you know, play a full season. Like, let's see it stay healthy for a full year. By the way, potential starting lineup, Tatis lead off one Soto second, Manny Machado third, 
Josh Bell fourth, Luke Voigt fifth. Oh, gosh. Sorry. Padres on a brain. I just looked up for my Now that's interesting. So why would you, you would bat Josh Bell fourth? You like to teach betting. You like to teach betting. Righty, lefty. I I don't know. Messes pitchers up. I'm telling you. It does, but whatever. What? You like Tatis betting first? I don't. I mean, I, I like having your best hitters up at the beginning of the order. Of course. We do it all the time. It doesn't have to be a prototypical leadoff hitter. I mean, he gets on. He doesn't have to be the run producer. He's the, getting on base. I don't want him stealing no bases. I tell you that right now. I don't need you sliding and head first and hooking. Up. I can't have you getting hurt. Yeah, again. Yeah. So. I mean that that eliminates I that. Know, I like your steals bases I, anymore. So I like him matter. two, three, four, and I would want a prototypical leadoff guy who's going to get on base, see five, six, seven pitches for the guy behind me, and then let the heart of the owner go to go two, three, four. That's that's how I build lineups personally. That's I know, but that's that's uh, you know ancient history. I don't do that. Yeah, I know. Shit anymore. I it's do, crazy. Everything the games change. They don't bunt. They don't even bunt. Bunt guys oh, over. Win by one. They don't even bunt. Zach fly. <laughs> nah. The guy that named his entry in the Westgate contest, no bunting. Oh, I was like, why did you do that? He's like, because I'm a baseball guy and I, there's no bunting in baseball anymore. I'm like, oh, okay. That's no bunting. You just reminded me of Will. You remember Will? You used to do the show every once in a while. Will from uh, CG. Oh, right. Yeah. That was his, that was his team. Oh. No bunting. Yeah. He oh, played baseball cool. at uh, Stony Brook. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. How about yeah. that? Rhode Island, yeah. right? Stony, Stony Brook or, or West or, or, The chat will tell us where Stony Brook is. It Mass? Is it or is it, it's, in, it's in New England somewhere. Yeah. I thought. Oh, yeah. Connecticut? Oh, yeah. Might be Connecticut. I think it's Stony Brook. It's, it's south of, I know it's south of me because I know kids that play tournaments down there. So we always drive south, but it's in OTG New England. OTG Betts just said no team has won the NFC East back to back since uh, it's in New York. It's in New York. Uh, Stony Brook, you. New York. Okay. No team has won the NFC East back to back since yes. 2003, 2004. Yes. Right. What in the hell? Yep. It's always a rotation. So it mm-hmm. ain't Dallas. Right. I mean, people are betting Philly. I mean, I, I think Philly's the play. I do. I think Philadelphia is looking more and more like the team that's going to be the best team in the NF- NFC least. Biggie I just, J I'm said just, we, ain't been, we, we must never play football because we've been hit with a helmet and it, get, it still hurts. I play football. It, I mean, you get dinged. Getting hit a with helmet. a helmet does not feel the same as getting punched in the face with a boxing glove or a bare fist. Definitely. Give me a helmet every damn day, and I'll go spar with you whenever, whatever you want. I'm wearing a helmet. How about those go. bubble helmets now? What are those things? Well, that they're, they're mad. That, that's I mean, that's people what are getting that? coaches are getting angry because they're becoming spears again. So in practice, it's to protect, it's to prevent concussions. But guys are using it like a spear again in practice. So I think Tomlin was the one that pointed that out. Some head coach was really angry about it, saying, "I don't like these things at all." It's giving guys a false sense of security because when we go live, they're not wearing those things in a game. Wow. Old school coaches want to practice how you play. I get that entirely. I tell the kids that all the time. They give me crap all the time. They're like, coach, it's just batting practice. I'm like, do you play with your helmet on? Yeah. Put the helmet on so you can take away the excuse because I know I'm going to be sitting in a first base coaching box and you're going to say, oh, my helmet doesn't fit right or something's going to happen. Right. Put your helmet on in practice because you're going to be in the game with it on. I, I, I mean, you should be as close to game 
whatever conditions as you can in practice. Those big ass bubble things, as protective as they are, should they wear those in the games, P. Roll? Oh my God, no. Please, no. They look ridiculous. No, absolutely not. Gotta Unless someone has like guys. a long standing history of concussions, like someone's had a certain number and they're like a high risk for another one. I mean, maybe they can wear that thing, but I hope not. They, it looks, it looks nuts. Um, <laughs> All right, well, one more football thing. Debo Samuel got a brand new deal, three-year deal for big money from the 49ers. Would you bet him to win the offensive player of the year oh. at plus 1,900? I mean, listen, you you know the way I feel about these voting on markets. That's not mm-hmm. for me. I wouldn't okay, do but it. Think about it. Just, okay, just if, if it was for you, just play it out for a second. Okay. You, have a rook, you have a rookie quarterback, not a lot of experience. I don't like that. Debo is a receiver and a running back. Very good. Touches the ball more than anybody else. Yes. You have a coach who has his reputation on the line because of the Mac Jones passing and taking Trey Lance. They're trading Jimmy Garoppolo, getting rid of Jimmy G. He won't play again for the 49ers. Yeah. And they're in a really tough division where they're going to have to win tight football games. Doesn't it feel like they're going to ride Debo into the ground? Yes. So, I mean, <laughs> I don't know. 19 to one's pretty good odds. Where is he choice wise in that market? Uh, like fifth, fifth or sixth. I could, I mean, it's, you know, Jay Dow asked yesterday about a rant on value. Oh, yes. There's value if you want value, but you know what you can do with that value. You put it in the same place you put them CLV tickets to. Right, right in the trash can. I mean, he is uh, he is fifth. So Jonathan Taylor, Cooper Cup, Justin Jefferson, Derek Henry are above him. Damn, that's four really good choices above him. Uh, but the touches I'm looking at, Debo Samuel is going to have more touches than Justin Jefferson and Cooper Cup. He'll have equal or more than Derek Henry, and Jonathan Taylor. We'll see. I mean, go through that list, man. I don't think Debo. OTG just put it in the chat, and he don't think Debo has a shot. I don't. I wouldn't say he has no shot because people can get hurt. And he can. Well, he's be he's the Atani of football. He's the he, Atani of football. What the hell are you talking about? I mean, he doesn't play both sides, but he does more for an offense than anyone in the NFL. Oh, the multiple roles. Okay, yeah. I was like, what do you think? He don't play he's no a, defense. He's a, he's, he, he's a wide out. He's a slot receiver. He's a running back. He's in the screen game. He's tremendous when he runs the ball, isn't he? He does everything. I mean, he's, I mean, prop bet, he's a prop better's dream. I mean, Oak's nightmare trying to make Yeah, I mean, you go ahead and his rushing props, they kept, I mean, last year I was betting his rushing props because the receiving props were so overinflated. They would keep the rushing prop number down. He'd have two carries and zip, you just bust it open and go for 50 yards and hit your prop. I mean, Debo Samuel over rushing last year was a, was a must play. Cash money. That was so. it was a lot of cash. It's an interesting discussion. We'll have to keep a close eye on it as far as um does uh, did they open up the playbook for Lance right away? But did they no. give him everything? No. Uh-uh. 
conserve. That's what I mean. <laughs> I think it's Debo left, Debo right, Debo screen, Debo slant, Debo I mean, pass. I mean, it's know that like they're going to double, triple team them. I mean, what are you right. going to do? But that's the running game for the for the 49ers. I mean, for that, the way that they run the ball, they don't care if you know it's coming. I mean, they've got this system in place where it's basically just you can't stop us running the football. So, I mean, there are some defenses, but mostly in the NFL, we've got such light linebackers and defensive ends that are about speed, not power. You get a couple of big uglies pulling, coming around the corner. You can really do some damage. It's why the Red, it's why the Patriots and why the Steelers and why a lot of these teams are going back and saying, all right, you want to have a you know, six foot two, 220 pound linebacker. Great. Here comes my 340 pound offensive lineman to put you into the ground. <laughs> we're going to run you. <laughs> we're going to roadkill you. So that's where football is going. You can see the zig everyone with the zag with the offenses and high flying chiefs and stopping Travis Kelsey and Terry Hill. The zag now is the Patriots and the Steelers and these guys going, okay, we're just going to run the ball straight down your throat. 49ers. And we're going to limit your time with the ball. Mm. We're going to wear your defense out. We're going to go back and play this way. I think it'll lead to a lot of unders with certain teams. I think Mm. it's going to be, I think it's, you know, and again, Steelers, Patriots, 49ers. (laughs) Yeah. It's it's going to be interesting when they play a high scoring team. Making those numbers is tough. And last couple of years, I've been, I mean, close to just swearing off betting totals in the NFL. Just like I, I say all the time, friends don't let friends bet the under in the NFL. Cause you could get under 52, you get that great number. And then it's, you know, 34 31 in late in the fourth quarter. And you're like, man, 52 wasn't even close. So well, the flags, too. I mean, it's just so difficult. Oh, it's so annoying. They flag the flags come out so easily in the NFL and it's so punitive that, you know, 15 yards or spot fouls, pass interference, it's automatically in field goal range. And the kickers now can kick 55 yarders like they're nothing. So scoring is so easy in the NFL compared to comparatively. Yeah. All right. All right. Jacob DeGrom is back for the Mets. He faces the nationals today. Minus. 340. He yeah. pitched in 13 months, right? 13 months. Yeah. 13 months. Minus 340. Do we even know how long DeGrom goes today? Nope. I, I, I was texting somebody this morning specifically about that. Is he on a pitch count? I'm dying to know. I'm dying he to know. He has to be. He has to be. There's has no to be. They're playing the Nationals. The Nationals just traded everybody. Like that's a, a trade. They call yeah. There's a mass call up of minor league yeah. game. It's a double in it's it's a um no it's a double letter but they've called it, it's a mass call up of minor leaguers. It's going to be a triple A team for the Nationals today. Uh, Scherzer was two thirty two forty yesterday, and Scherzer's been pitching. Like and, the, the, and has our been Mets excellent. Mets parlay is going to hit. By the way, if <laughs> you had bet the Mets Mets <laughs> open ended parlay, that would have hit. No, they're doubt. winning. They're winning. The, the Mets are winning today. There's no debating. They're winning today. If the Mets don't win today, yeah, I mean, <laughs> this will be a stunning monster yeah. day for the books on a Tuesday because there ain't nobody, and I mean nobody, betting the Nationals today. I don't know what the price is. You'll get the parallelograms and the rhombuses. There's always a price for them. Right. You might have to go to minus three fifty and give them three dollars take back. To get them interested, and they're going to grab the run and a half. There's no doubt. But you're yeah. gonna, did you see the run line price? 
for the Mets today. Was it now? <laughs> Minus 170? Uh, let's see. Average run line price. Minus one and a half. Minus 185 or 190. Damn. Even Hello. worse than I thought. Hello. Yeah, that's crazy. So, yeah. Uh, game one of a doubleheader. Padres-Rockies. Yes. Darvish going in game one. Forget about game two because we don't talk about game two as a doubleheaders. But game one, given the trades, given the shaky nature, the Hosmer situation and whatnot, are the Padres going to be focused on baseball today? I'd be scared betting San Diego today. Would you? Yeah, I would be scared. I don't know what – I mean – does the Hosmer thing go over well, or does it go over like a selfish move? Does the fact that they've lost, you know, they're adding two really big bats. Are guys going to be really afraid? The fact that they may be out of the lineup and have a job tomorrow. I'd be curious the mood in that clubhouse. I think for the regulars are jacked. They know they're getting serious help coming through the door soon, but I don't know. I, this would be a no play game for me now. Huh? I would, I mean, what, what John Heyman's reporting Gallo is close to a deal to the Dodgers. Joey Gallo's going to go to the Dodgers. You, did you see the interview he gave for his treatment by the Mets, but by Yankee fans? Really what? bad. Really bad. Yeah. I mean, really, he's like, I, I think he needs like some like medical help. Like he's seriously depressed. Like the Yankee fans have ruined that guy's life. He says, he, he says he won't go out. Sits at home, won't show his face in New York. People are brutal, man. Yep, he it's, won't. It's hard to ten- struggle at your job in front of 50,000 every night and just hear the chirps nonstop, nonstop. You go out for pizza. Gallo, you suck. Yep. You know, this, you drop something, you know, you swing through, miss that, whatever. Like, I, it's brutal. And New York chews him up and spits him out, man. They just, just they've, they've done it before. They've done it again. And it's not just New York either. I'm not singling you out, but you Yankee fans are brutal. I mean, and, brutal. and they can afford the $10 million he's making. He just, he, I mean, I read it this morning. I was like, man, this dude is in trouble. Like he knew he was out. He's like, you know, my time here is ending. Like he knew he was either going to get traded or DFA'd or yeah. So no, no stun there. Wow. Uh, Syndergaard against Irvin. Syndergaard's at home. He was rumored to have been on the block last night, but it looks like he's going to stick in in LA. Angels minus. Yeah, I thought he was getting traded. Well, he's on the lineup right now on the pitch today, so oh. he was being talked about. If he gets yanked and he gets traded, but yeah, this is one of those ones where I'd be in the book, be like, oh, do we have to even book this game right, right. now? You don't know just, what's going to go on, right? It's just annoying. Well, I mean, now that they know listed pitchers, if you guys are betting and you're still betting listed pitchers, good for you, but it's really mm-hmm. tough to bet listed pitchers anymore. Um, Action. Yeah, that's that's all. It's pretty much industry standard, but it's a 638 Pacific start. Got mm-hmm. Irvin Syndergaard, and the Angels are favored, huh? Mm-hmm. Do you want the Angels today? I don't want the Angels but- ever. The thing is, Syndergaard at home is a much different pitcher than Syndergaard on the road. He's been very good at home. So, I would lean Angels. Trent Junk just dropped into the chat that Hosmer's going to the Red Sox. Is that possible? (laughs) 
I mean, you know, on, how, well, his wife worked for Nesson for five years until they met. <laughs> so I just got I just got the text from Uncle Charlie, our guy, Charlie Holton. We're going to get this guy either on the show or sponsor the show. Okay. He's given, he just said Hosmer to Boston, more to come. He's wow. going to Boston. Casey now gets to go get- home. Casey goes home. Look at that. <laughs> he gets to go back to Nesson. You know, psyched they are to that. I mean, my God. Hosmer's got three years left. <laughs> oh, man. Casey McDonald's got to be, go follow her on Instagram. She's got to be jacked up. She gets to go back to New England. Oh. Man alive. How about that? Content and for she, oh my God, she becomes the queen of the city. Everyone oh. knows who she is already. Everyone knows who she is. She worked there for five years for Nesson. And now she gets to, her husband's going to play first base for the Red Sox. Oh boy. I mean, the glove alone is tremendous. Oh, That's a great glove. deal for Boston. Hosmer stinks, but his glove is great. Here, it's it's all blowing up right now. I mean, Boston can't Boston can't field anything. They got I mean, I know Hosmer can catch. He can't hit his way out of a paper bag, but he can catch. The Gold Glove first baseman, right? That's a boy, Trent Junk. Way to jump in that chat, baby. I trust the chat. You guys are on this shit, man. I love it. That's a good deal for the. I wonder who Boston gave up, but at least that's not a move for this year. That's a move for next year. But I like that he's got three years left on his deal, and if the Padres pay. His salary. That's great. <laughs> That's a free glove to play first base that Boston doesn't have to pay. What a deal. That's a good deal for Boston. If 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 Heim pulled that off without having to give up anything and the Padres pay the contract for Hosmer, and Hosmer is going to agree to sign off on the Red Sox trade. It's good. Cause you I mean, I could see Hosmer go to bat tonight and get booed brutally by Padres fans. He ain't playing. Well, I'm just saying because he said he wouldn't want to leave. Yeah, yeah, but they're gonna, they're gonna, they hate him. Get rid they of they him want anyway. him out. He's just sucked. They, yeah, they, they yeah, want him gone. And he him. almost, he almost screwed up the Soto deal. He <laughs> so wasn't like, screwing that up. He's getting a bag. He's get to go home. Take the wife home. He, the yeah. whole thing was. She's from Philadelphia. She went went to Villanova. Worked for Nesson for five years. No, that's a riot. That's really funny. Man, How about that? Man. Maybe he learns how to hit again. Who knows? Maybe he can hit the hit off the green monster. Uh, finally, Anderson versus Wood. Dodgers minus one forty-five today. Dodgers crushed my first five bet yesterday. They went still off. plus units though yesterday. They said that Correct. was good. Was one point four. Yeah, good day. I Keep it rolling. Our guy Casey had to come at me and tap me on the shoulder and go. I said, Psst, "You're doing your math wrong." I was like, "Ah, son of a, I'm doing too many things." And I was like, "I, I typed you in two point four. Think at math." Oh, I've always stunk at math. That's nothing new about that. But I, I was that wasn't me. That wasn't me doing doing math. That was just me t- typing too fast. I was doing too. You do many that too. Yeah, I was doing Type too, too fast things. sometimes. You talk too fast. All well, that's the time. been my whole life. That's the story of math. <laughs> Thanks, but that's all of that. You're doing a hell of a job, really. Thank I you. mean, it's <laughs> good. <laughs> um, hey, I'm four and one. In my last five bets, given where I was in July, August turned the page. I can't believe you <laughs> fucking said it out loud. Do you what? not pay attention? Oh, I don't buy right. into you don't believe this in stupid shit. No, no, no. I don't believe. No, no, no. I don't buy no, no. anything. I don't buy into jinxing no hitters. I don't yep. buy into anything jinxing. Oh, now everyone's gonna lose. I'm gonna go zero and two today because I said four and one out loud. No, if I'm gonna go, if I go zero and two today, it's because I made two bad bets, not because I said it out loud. Mush crap, you. <laughs> 
All these people in, in sports betting are all about analytical stuff. They're all so analytically driven, looking at numbers. And then their stupid superstitions are like, oh, no, I said something out loud. That means I'm going to lose. I mean, I, I'm sitting there with uh, I mean, with different people. There was a dude I was sitting with. He's like, shh, shh, don't talk about it. I was like, you please shut up. You, you bet every damn day. I was like, you seriously bet every damn day. And you think that my fucking word is going to change anything? What is wrong with you? Like, seriously, grow up. All of you, like this is I, I. The one thing I would change in sports betting, if I could change one thing, is this idea that people mush bets. Oh, you mushed my bet. Oh, you. Oh, you talked about my bet. Shut up. It's the dumbest thing. Oh, you bet along with me, so that mushed my bet. Oh, Benny the better. We both had the same thing, so I lost my play because Benny the better bet it. Shut up. It's the dumbest excuse I've heard ever. What is wrong with you? Wow. Oh. It has no, nothing I say in Las Vegas affects anything in Los Angeles, New York, or Miami. Nothing affects the world because one person says one thing. It's amazing how ridiculous betters are, how incredibly super, a $50 bill can't bet with a $50 bill. Oh no. You're the king of the 50s. You carry things around every time I go out with you. You got a 50 on you. Because it's ridiculous. It's the dumbest thing ever to think. I don't even touch them damn things. Those $50 bills. I'm afraid to touch you. Like if you have a superstition for playing baseball before a game because you have a routine and you need to be in your routine, I understand that. But if I team. walk up and say, hey, what'd you play? And you're like, oh, I'm on the under. I'm like, oh, good, me too. And you're like, oh, ugh, oh, oh my shit. God, no. That- I just, I, 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 I'm, I know. I, I lose instant respect for you, like <laughs> in the moment. I'm like, oh, you're a schmuck. Okay. Oh. Like, a schmuck. Like, like, I cannot stand people who overemphasize, who spend hours upon hours researching real data yeah. to then turn around and think that some statement in some book by some person has any impact into how the hell you actually make a wager win or lose. It's so, think about it. You spend all this time, take your money, go to the window, make the bet, get the app, make the bet. You make all these bets. And then you come back because somebody asked you a question about your, oh, you mushed my bet. Oh, oh, you just, you know, you just did it. You just did it to me. Oh, man. Like, are you a clown? Like, like, did, 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 take the makeup off for me for a second. Like, what is going on with you, honestly? You, you, you just mushed the whole thing. Good. Right Good. I mean, like, it's got people, if broadcasters say the words no hitter, it has no impact on whether or not there's going to be a no hitter. None. Zero. Zip. No impact. That to the guys in the dugout. Because they're as ridiculous as, as betters are. <gasps> they are. What? Superstitions are dumb. What? Routine is different than superstition. Okay. <gasps> if you need to be in a routine, if Wade Boggs ate chicken every day before every he went day. to Goldberg, okay? Every it's day. a routine. It's not necessarily superstition. But what happened when he didn't eat the chicken? Okay, but that's a routine. It's not a superstition. If you're in that same routine going over and over again, that's a more important piece <gasps> than not. Oh, What's my up? goodness. Okay. Here, take my phone. Addy's routine. Bye-bye. What happened? The iPad died. Not about that. It's in my five. So we got to charge that thing at a hundred percent before the show. No, unfortunately, it was at hundred percent at uh, ten o'clock this morning. Was it really? It's already so out. She, she played roadblocks like crazy and just go by. It just oh, bur- burns right. the battery like no tomorrow. But Damn. anyways, just right. please do me a favor, everybody. Do you like the 
Giants or Dodgers today? Who are you taking? Uh, we both like the Giants yesterday. Giants lost. Got right. Smoked. So, yeah, it would be Dodgers today, right? Yeah. We'll probably, we'll probably mush that. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see Farrah Pop? Yeah, that, was, that's, that may be the best thing about today, to Farrah Pop and lean back <laughs> with the glasses. That was during, tremendous timing right there. During the day. <laughs> Thank Farrah's. All right, time now for the Circus Sports schedule of the day. We are going to talk about the Iowa Hawkeyes today. We'll Is see this for see. real Iowa? Well, why can't we talk about Iowa? I mean, Brommel Camp's going to be all excited. All these it's a people, big fan Iowa. base. I guess so. It's gonna. It's a Big Ten school, so we both know about it. We both seen Iowa play. We talk about it in in, in, in a decent manner. Being brought to you by Circus Sports. Circus Sports Survivor Pro Football Hippie, uh, Football Contest. Six million last year payout. They're back with it again. 20 legs during the pro football year. Players cannot pick the same team twice. Grand entry. One dime. Six max entries. September 10th, 2 p.m. is the actual deadline to sign up. You must be physically located in Las Vegas to register. You can hire a proxy if you would like. More on that in a second. Who wins $1 million? Could be you this year. We're at Circus Survivor. For full contest rules and details, log on to circusports.com. You guys can go and talk to our guy, Matty, and his great team at footballcontest.com, the preferred proxy of us here at BVB. Iowa's total is seven and a half. Before we start, they said uh, the boys in the chat, Director of Security, Stevie Mack, Capital M, Capital K, said the nerfy bet was going really well until we talked about it on the show yesterday. And we're going to talk about it again today. So, <laughs> but yes, four. Four in a row, talk about it, it lost. Four in a row, talk about it, it lost. So, new streak to be started. I mean, it's eight for 10. He's hitting at an 80% clip over his last 10 bets. So, I mean, Spencer Limbaugh. yesterday, don't blame us for that shit. No, he doesn't blame us. Okay. 10 and four last year for Iowa, seven and two last year. I thought they were overrated. They turned out to be overrated. They'll open up with South Dakota State at home when week one. W. Home for Iowa State, Cyhawk Trophy. Saturday, Kinnick Stadium, line is six. Who's favorite? Iowa at home, minus six. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, Iowa wins a game, right? Iowa State's down. Yes. All right. Next. Iowa, Iowa State. I'm going to say this, though. I think the Cyclones cover. I buy into that Iowa State shit every time. It's got nothing to do with it. It's Iowa, Iowa State. It's a war. All right. Every time it's a war. You give me the dog every time. I'll take the dog at plus six. Give me over a field goal. Okay. Yeah. You 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 give me uh, I'll take Iowa that. Iowa won last year. Twenty sorry, Iowa State. State. Sorry, Iowa won last year 27-17 on the road at Iowa State. That was the beginning of the end of the hype train for, for Iowa State. For the Cyclones, yeah. Yeah, I was on them. I remember the that. bus went off the off the cliff after that loss. Things did not go well for Iowa State in their national championship conversation, I should say. They were fine the rest of the year. Nevada goes to Kinnick, first three games of the year, all are at home. Ooh. And all these teams, they all start all three, four home games in a row. Mm-hmm. Uh, Given what's coming for them, you would understand why. Win, I guess they beat Nevada. Yeah, the three and zero. Okay, and here we go to Big Ten play yep. at Rutgers. 
Uh, hmm. Didn't quite make the game of the year here. <laughs> I looked twice. I'd looked I twice. Went, I tried I to went. find it. I got my, I got the whole thing. I got my game I of the year packet right here. <laughs> I didn't quite make it. I'll yep. say Iowa wins at Rutgers. All right. They're four and oh, here we go. Michigan Look. comes to town October 1st. Oh boy. October 1st. This is for, for my Michigan bet. I need Michigan to go one and one between between Iowa and Penn state. This Wait, is a big so game. They got my Michigan, Michigan and they got Penn State the next week. No, but I've got oh. on the Michigan schedule. Michigan goes to Iowa and then two yeah. weeks later have Penn State coming Penn State. in. Right. I need I need Michigan to go one in one. With their games against Iowa on the road and Penn State at home. Michigan minus three and a half at the Westgate. Yeah, this Michigan is a big wins. Game. Yeah, this is a. I would agree. This is a big game for Michigan yep. at Illinois. Oh, we just got our first bot alert from the adult site. Thanks for coming. <laughs> um, Illinois where? At home? Road. Week before at Ohio State. Oh, what a, a bad trap. spot for them. Yeah, Michigan, Illinois in the road at Ohio State. It, they could lose all three games. Did they freeze? Oh, Dave. Oh, oh Dave. we're here. He's back. He's back. We're here. That was crazy. But I don't know yeah. what just happened. Throws back. You're good. Um, win the Illinois game, lose the Ohio State game. So what is that? Five? Yeah, I think they may lose all three. They That's could lose tough. Michigan, Illinois, and Ohio yeah. State. Bang, yeah. bang, bang. Yeah. And then they have Northwestern at home. So wait, starter, what do I have? I have three wins. And then they play who? I have I have a four and zero. I have a four and zero start. Four and three straight losses. I'm at four and three. So four. They lose to Michigan, beat Illinois, lose to Ohio State. I have five. Okay, total seven and a half. Yeah. Northwestern at home, win six. <sighs> I don't know. You don't know. Pat, Pat Fitzgerald goes in there and plays Iowa tough every single year. Is a I mean, they are never afraid of them. I mean, they beat them 17 12 last year. It's an ugly game. That's an under game. Yeah. That's a, that's, it's a coin flip. It can go one way or the other. I'll give it to them, but it's, they can lose that game. There's yeah. five at I'm Purdue. Serious. What's the date of that game? November 5th. Wonder if that one made the list. Um, I doubt that that game made it. They lost 24-7 at home to Purdue last year. Yeah. Purdue smack, smacked them around at home at Kinnick. Yeah, Iowa got pretty beat up, though. They just couldn't score. Their offense couldn't do anything. Couldn't do anything. There's no number for that game. It didn't make the list. Um, this is at Purdue? Yes. I think uh, I think Iowa loses. I still, I I'm agree. stuck on six. Yeah, I think I lose too. Home for Wisconsin. Paul, no, what game is that? That's for That's the what? Axe thing. Is that Paul Paul Bunyan's axe? It's the, yeah, Illinois or Iowa, Wisconsin's the, the axe. Paul yeah. Bunyan's axe is that what's called? Yes, I believe it's right. Um, wow. What's the date of that game? November twelfth. Oh, let's see. We may have a number for that. We do. Wisconsin open three and a half point favorite. Whiskey I, wins. I think so too. At Minnesota. Oh, maybe this one's for the axe. This is for oh no, this no, is for the buckets of nails. Jug of nails. The jug. Yeah. Or the jug or the nails, whatever the hell it is. Oh, there's too many dim. 
Yeah, I don't sorry, think we sorry, I think Jonathan. Minnesota wins that. I think Minnesota wins that. I would agree. <laughs> so this is I've got them. I've got them going three straight losses, Michigan, Illinois, Ohio State, beat Northwestern, three straight losses, Purdue, Wisconsin, Minnesota. End the game, end the year at Nebraska. Sorry, home for Nebraska, excuse me. They win that game. Agreed. Six. Well, I lost my, I bet Iowa under last year and lost. So Hawkeye fans will probably appreciate that I'm taking the under again because I was wrong last year. I thought they'd have a tough time moving the ball. Bromel Camp said the axis Wisconsin, Minnesota. Thanks, Bromel Camp. Oh, so what is Wisconsin and Iowa? Bromel Camp. What is it? It's for something, isn't it? Wisconsin and Iowa's for something, no? I don't know. They're, every damn game is in the Big Ten's for something. There's a jug, there's a land grant trophy, there's all kind of shit. Um Heroes trophy for for Nebraska. What's Iowa. the ceiling? Like if I mean can Iowa ain't winning 10 games with that schedule. Hell no. Ceiling, uh, one, two, three, four, like nine, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Nine's the ceiling. Nine. Yeah, they could win nine. They they go nine and three. That's an under bet, son. Yeah, I would. I mean, yes, but again, I bet under last year too. <laughs> it didn't it didn't go my way last year for doing that. Right. So okay. There you go. Folks on Sports Grid, thank you. We will be back tomorrow night coming up here after the Pat McAfee show at 11 p.m. Pacific time. Hit like, hit subscribe to Apple, Spotify, wherever you get the audio podcasts. More to come with you guys on YouTube and Twitter. Don't move for the live show here for the Bostonian versus the book. All right. Uh, the props.com story of the day. We're going back into a nerfy situation. And well, just because we we'll see if it is us. Diamondbacks at the Guardians, minus 130. Zach Gallen against Tristan McKenzie. McKenzie is not allowed a first inning run of 13 of 18 starts. Gallen's not allowed a first inning run in 16 of 19 starts. Gallen has allowed just one run in his last 12 innings of pitching in, in two starts. McKenzie has allowed one or fewer runs in four of his last five starts. Minus 130 to the Nerfy. Arizona versus the Guardians. Like it? I liked it yesterday. They got three runs in the first. <laughs> and the chat's going to come at us for jinxing it. I like it again. I like it again, too. I mean, what the hell? I don't, you know, sometimes. But one and one is fine. You know, if, if, if you go one and one, it's fine. It ain't fine because we're laying 130. Do you know this is the most popular bet in baseball right now? It's been the most popular bet for years. Has it really? Why did the contents folks take so long to catch up with it then? It's interesting. <laughs> That's a good question. Why? Did, I mean, because this is, this is every, this is our most popular story on props.com. More people every day are clicking on this story than any other story on our website. You watched six innings of Red Sox game yesterday, right? Razor blades were being sharpened. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a long watch, right? Yep. This is what yep. used to have guys come in the book. But why not Yerfies though? I mean, the, the, this is where the, the parallel it's the first inning bet. It's they say the Yerfies. Say bet. No, but Nerfies are the most popular bet. Not yes, but no. Of course. The most popular bet. Why? Because it's easier to get three outs than it is to get a run. Is it? 
top three hitters, best three hitters in the game, six outs with the, the, the best hitters in the, in the, or playing in that game. One, two, three. I'm saying in people's minds, oh. they love this and they only have to watch one inning. They get a result. That That's I get. Why. That I understand. But betting the no versus the yes, this is, this is the whole coin flip nature of it that bothers me because it feels very much like that with the yes, no. Of course it is. So I don't like betting on coin flips. That's the that's the trick. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. you've got the pros who are saying every bet should be yes. If you're going to bet it, you should always bet yes. Taking pluses a lot of times. Correct. You're going to take the plus money and you're going to even out. You're betting a Yurfi every day. It'll even out. You, you win money. You know, you, you go maybe three and four, but right. you win money doing it. Tell you this. I had, a, I had some guys. It would never let you sleep on the on the nerfies and the yurfies. Never. They would we put those up and man, I I don't want to say the guys' names, but I remember right. their names when they would come across a ticker and I would have to get them to bet the no. Mm. They would always bet the yes because it was usually a plus. So I would price them. You know, if I thought it was one twenty, I'd make it one ten or one fifteen. So maybe they would lay the no. I needed to know what the price was on the no that they would lay because everybody laid the no. So I needed to know their price. And I knew I could always just move it five cents, 10 cents and get the yes bet. Mm. So I think it's, uh, it's, it's, it's twofold. One is it's perception wise. It's easier to get the three outs, especially in the first inning when you know you're getting the starter. It's not the bullpen. It's not this. It's not that. Yes, you're getting the top three hitters in the lineup, one, two, three. Um, but two, it's an instantaneous result for a baseball game. I don't that have to I watch. Yeah. yeah, I don't have to watch anything. I can watch the first inning and be done with it. First quarter of it in basketball. Yeah, I get all that. But yeah. all right, betprep.com, prop of the day. We're going to the White Sox and Lucas Giolito. To the over we go. Ooh. Over five and a half strikeouts. How did we Lucas. do yesterday? Quantrill had four Ks. Did you see that? We ended with four Ks. Yes. Yes. So we were under four and a half. Cash that worked. A lot uh, of other people did too. Thank you for the shout outs. All of you people <laughs> that had that Quantra prop under. Just did it really? Know. Wait, are you being serious or joking? You being serious? Did you um, actually see anybody else come up with it or just, you just make it a shocking? Wow. Okay. Uh, eight of nine games against teams with losing records. KC is 41 and 62. Four of the last seven games at home, averaging 5.8 per. Faced KC only once this year on May the 18th. G Little recorded seven Ks in that one. In the month of July, KC has had 446 at bats against a right handed pitcher on the road. Their K rate is 24.9 over that time. If you sample it to a 14 day, size their k rate goes up to 30.5 the second highest in major league baseball during that 14 day window giolito over five and a half k's minus 130 my head hurts all the numbers you just <laughs> hit me with i'm like i don't even remember what he said in the first sentence what the hell was basically well that's 14 days the royals are striking out the second most of anybody in baseball a lot yes do you think la Russa will be awake <laughs> By the time Giolito gets six Ks. <laughs> the hope, right? <laughs> it's the hope. I'd rather bet that to see if he's nodding off. 
What's the number that Larusa does, dozes off in the middle of the game? He ain't gonna Minus do 500 it to the S. They're going to sit somebody next to him in a dugout and say, Tony, get the hell up. Tony, stop. Stand up. Uh, Stand up. Go for a walk. Go yeah. pace. Walk Here's down to the end of the dugout. Get some water. What the hell are you doing? Can't fall asleep during the game. Everybody's watching you now. Oh. Um, Giolito over. What's the line on the game? Wow. It's light. Thought it would be higher. Keller's been good. 165. Whew. You got to figure Giolito to be pitching to the sixth. So you would think I would, I would lean over. I ain't touching this game. I don't want nothing to do with it. Would you bet this? No. <laughs> it's the Royals and the White Sox. Are you kidding me? Totals eight and a half. Juice to the under. No, thank you. I like the under in the game. I liked the under in the game yesterday. Under again. Time for better to book it. Dave likes bets. He says bet it. Dave does not like bets. He says book it. Being brought to you by Caesar Sports. JTP15 for up to a $1,500 risk-free bet with that promo code with a new account. It is working, by the way. Somebody asked this morning. They tried to use it. It didn't work for whatever reason. You can contact them. Um, but it is that that promo code JTP15 is still valid if you would like to do that at the moment. Um, let me see. If you use it. And you're in the, the betprep.com slash chat post that you used it. Oh, there you go. That'd be nice. Yeah. You know, just that. so we could see it. That yep, you let used us know. It. Or DM me and just tell me that you used it when you DM me. Do that too. What What is going? Why am my DMs are going crazy at the moment? Everyone's sending me DMs for some reason. Right uh, now? The Blue, uh, the Blue Jays acquired. What? Zach Pop and Anthony Bass from the Marlins. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. So it's a smaller trade. A lot of people in Toronto DMing you that shit right now. Don't think yeah. we're still doing the show. Don't bother me till noon. Yeah. Huh. Okay. Interesting. Um, all right. I only have two bets for today. I am going to ride Logan Gilbert on the road. He has a full run better ERA on the road than he does at home. Mariners money line. The Yankees plus Again? 140. I'm going, I mean, again, I haven't been against the Yankees in months. I thought you had the Mariners yesterday. No, we talked about it. We liked the Mariners yesterday, both of us. I didn't bet. Right. No, I didn't bet it yesterday. Gilbert gets it done. I think the Yankees are going to be all over the place. Trade deadline, scrambling guys coming and going. Mariners, Gilbert's ERA is 2.6 on the road, 3.6 at home. Rodriguez playing? Who? Rodriguez for the Mariners? Don't believe so. I don't want no Mariners. I don't book on this. Give me the Yankees. I'm taking Mariners plus 140 money line. Give me the Mariners. Uh, and then speaking of teams with their heads all over the place, Astros run line minus 110 against the Red Sox. I think. Uh, now you're just Lord. making this shit personal. Why? It's my team. It's not That's personal. They got hot. reality. They got hot. Oh. No, great. They have Hosmer. <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> so they'll score 2.1 runs a game. So two runs a game right now. They won yesterday. Three to two, thanks to Duran. They get killed today. I think they get. I think the Astros they get killed today. Smoke them today. Yes. So the totals eight. You think Cutter that, and Crawford? You like yeah. over? No, six one final. We talked about the Padres yesterday with the run line with the small total, and I believe I have to go back and look. But I it. believe the word was four one or five one. The game final, what by the way, was four one. Told you. Well, that's what I thought. Same, 
Same thing with this. I Same think it's a six-one final. Favorite home team covers the run line, but the game stays under. Same thing. That. Awesome. <laughs> that right. By the way, SoCal DJ apparently is on his way to Las Vegas. He is. Yes. Tell me that. Yes. Might be a late night tonight, boys. Not that not not getting crazy. We're going to sit there and talk about SQML and all these other ways to find all these stats. I can't, I'm like I'm going to have to take some. You know, back nope. in the day, you ate them no dose things when you had to stay right. up and study for the thing. You drank that. What was that? Uh, before Red Bull, it was that stuff that was a crack in a can, keep you up for two days, shaking. I remember writing papers like my hand was going wow. like this. I forget what it was called. Nas was one of them. Oh boy, that was one yeah. of the energy drinks. Pre one of them, but he's coming um, tonight. And we're gonna have to. I'm gonna have to have one. Four Loco was the alcoholic version of it. What was it called? Four Loco. Four Loco. You ever had one of those? That stuff. Oh, that stuff is. <laughs> it's alcohol, but it's crazy Red Bull infused, so it's upper and a downer in a can. Oh, gives you both. Gives you both. <laughs> Sounds <laughs> like a bad idea. Your heart's all over the place. Oh, are you, bet, are you betting or booking this or not? Where, where, where are we going? I think we bet this. I don't want the Red Sox. You, I don't want them today. They won yesterday. That's good. One and one is fine. Uh, Clayton Beater is going back in the Gallo deal. Dodgers will pay close to $4 million that's left on the Jolt. Gallo deal. Jolt. 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 Thank you. I yeah. love this chat. My God. <laughs> they help us out so much. Oh, my God. Thank you, guys. Uh, you know, there's only three more days of Kendall in the chat. Why? Oh, school, right? Yeah, she's yeah. really not. We're trying to figure out something. I told them. Maybe I'll talk to the teacher during open house it's and say, great, listen. It's a great idea. Yeah, hey, by the way, I need my kid in my live chat during school. I mean, at least from like 11 grade. to 1130. If that's lunchtime, you got to uh, let her bring her iPad and come in and chat. Oh, my. That's, yep, that's, that's going to fly really well. Good luck with that. Favorite thing about today is what? Trade deadline day, baby. Yeah. Baseball. I mean, bro, come on. Like, it's been nonstop all day. It's been fun. I just got a text, though. Might have a car waiting because I think we got the whole final process approved. I'm going to get a new transmission in the car so I don't have to drive the uh, wife to work in the morning, get my morning back schedule. Everything's changing. It's all coming around. Well, it's, yeah, it's starting. It's it's bizarre. Uh, so, <laughs> San Diego will pay what? a significant portion of the $44 million owed to Eric Hosmer. <laughs> and one of my friends wrote, oh, great, a bad player for free. Hooray. <laughs> that's awesome yes a bad player for free 100 percent. yep <laughs> it's like getting a bad play for free all yeah, these people sometimes these... bad players are an upgrade over terrible players though <laughs> that's a yeah. point well taken just like uh, in the book when you keep getting the bad plays sometimes you get an okay play and they're all for free although uh, not in some discords that was a great tweet uh, you put out yesterday with that one Discord man, that one, I don't know what the hell's going on. Who knew? You know who that is, though, right? I did not until I did some research. You okay. did not tell me who that was. That's a trainer. That's Nikki Kalekas' co host. <laughs> that's, that's who Kalekas does his shows with every week. What? Yes. That's his. Nikki about that shit. That's his co host who really? went on with Ariel Helani. Yeah, and had it, where and, is Ariel doing that show from? By the way, New York. Oh, 
Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, when James Krause goes on and says, I make more money betting on MMA than I do coaching MMA. And right now his main source of income is betting on mixed martial arts. The show he's giving his bets out is Nick Kalakis's podcast <laughs> that you and I talked to Nikki Kalakis about. <laughs> You guys are listening to this. You aren't seeing Dave's reaction to that statement. I said that to Nikki and I said, you guys got to blow that up. I was like, that's the best promo you'll ever have in your life. Like that's like you guys are doing a podcast for betting on MMA fights and you have crowds coming out and saying, I make more money betting on mixed martial arts. He says he bets every fight on every card. He said, I have a play on every fight on every card and they charge for their discord channel. Which I was like, ah, ah, ah. <laughs> like they're charging for the Discord channel. That's the best thing about today. Fuck it. I was going to say the baseball trading deadline was, but fuck it. That's the best thing about today. I can't believe it. I just, can't, I'm, I, I'm in shock. I'm going to sit back and relax while you yeah. do yours. That's the best thing about today. It's unbelievable. But yes, baseball, every once in a while, baseball will give you that little jolt in your heart. So I do agree with you. My favorite thing about today is that it shows that when a baseball superstar gets traded, the needle will still respond dramatically and people will still start to jump up and down and go, whoa. I mean, baseball might be long and baseball might be a boring season, but championship caliber baseball, playoff caliber baseball, still pretty damn cool. And we're getting closer and closer to it. Can you believe that the summer is over? What the hell? Where did the summer go? It ain't over yet. We got five days left. It's over, man. I'm going school shopping with Madeline today. It's crazy. My school supplies. It's August. It's August 2nd. I'm like, what the hell are we doing? You tried to come to tell me. I I, I used to go to camp in the month of August. I didn't go to school in August. I went to camp in August. Listen, my birthday is in 10 days, August 12th. My birthday was usually spent at the beach. Right. Always, we always spent the last week or two weeks before the end of August. I never really had birthday parties, and I'm not looking for sympathy. We were always on vacation because that's when we went August before school started, Labor Day weekend. Right. And now it's a month in. Starts next week, August 8th. They'll be in school three weeks by Labor Day. Don't know that. It's crazy. It really is. It's wacko. All right, guys, a lot more to come tomorrow on the program as we continue getting closer and closer to football. We'll start talking a bit about the Hall of Fame game, if there's any news or notes. But given what we've had the last two days, who the hell knows what will happen coming up tomorrow, 1 p.m. Eastern time. Subscribe to our audio podcast wherever you get audio podcasts. Hit the like button. He's Dave. I'm Matt. Wednesday, tomorrow, for the Bostonian versus the book.